This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! Today's show is brought to you by Women's Group Coaching. Ladies, you need other women in your life to help you level up, to help you reach the goals that you want to reach, and to walk through life with. I want you to visit anatomyofus.com and click on the Women's Group Coaching tab. It's going to be transformative. You're absolutely going to love it. And dudes, if you have a lady in your life and you want to help her level up and live the life she wants to live, sign her up today. I can't wait to see you in our groups. Talk to you later. Bye! This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's time for the show. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Sudley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. That's kind of so lame. It sounds fun. Right. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. This is a free Anatomy of Sex episode for your ears. We talk about real sex stuff, right? If you want more of these, you get a free show. No, a show every week when you go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us to get more episodes just like this one. Right. Thank you for our patrons. Thank you so much. The date that... It's growing weekly. You guys are like a growing community. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. So today's Let's dive right in. topic. This is a continuation of conversations that we've had last week. I think it was um, where, and, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm, I hope it makes sense. I want to get to the root of mm. really what all men are longing for that women don't understand and how we can mm. create a new energy around it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. Emotionally or sexually? All of it. Like everything. Relationally. Okay. Because I think so lately. Yes. And I don't really know why. And I think I, I mentioned this, I think, in our last episode. But lately, I have just been obsessed with figuring out and understanding what men actually desire mm-hmm. in relationships, partially because we coach all the time. So we're dealing with this day in and day out and then in our own relationship but um, also because I am now, it's like a veil has been lifted Ooh, where I'm like seeing this. men with a new perception. I don't really know. Um, like they're emotionally getting the short end of the stick and women are just sort of like batting, battering them with the stick that they got. And they're just like, hmm. whatever, you don't have, you don't need that. You're a filthy whatever. Like you're a perv, you're whatever. Like they're basically me a year ago. Uh, <laughs> I have it in my hand. <laughs> um <laughs> You should we okay, say the, like when sometimes we imitate Tyra Banks on um, oh, America's yeah. Next Top Model. I hold in my hand. Um, but the next card. Anyway. <laughs> so, so, OK, this is interesting to me. Why? Why? What do you want to know more of? I want to know what it is because men will say that they want to be respected by their wives. Yes. And it doesn't feel like the right word. And actually, the book that I'm reading, he invents words. <laughs> it's the guy who created Mind Valley, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm gonna invent a word. So maybe today, maybe this episode is the episode where we invent a word. I have You're my coining notebook. a word. Okay, I may because 
We talked about this with Paul and Robin when we were in Orlando. Mm -hmm. We And remember, we talked about this idea where I think... So now, this is going to be a little bit of Q&A, like, tell me your thoughts. Okay. And, I'll, and but actually, let me back up a tiny bit. I, the reason I'm so obsessed with this is because women are blind to it. Almost every female client that we have, I was certainly blind to it. And our blindness to our understanding of our husband's inner working mm -hmm. creates... It's basically like of the devil. It's like it creates the worst dynamic that you can have in a marriage. He's unfulfilled. She's unfulfilled. Everyone's kind of mad and they're trying to like make this thing work while continually denying the core of what a man truly wants. And I believe it's because we don't have the words for what a man truly wants. Respect is one element. Mm -hmm. But when I mentioned it with Paul and Robin, I said, but it's almost like you want to be doted on. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that fits. Mm -hmm. Treated like a king respected doted on but doted on and treated and dote and respect are like light years apart okay you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. you see how that's confusing yeah but to dote on someone you probably have to respect them and have it come off as real i don't respect a puppy but i dote on it Ooh, he's a puppy. you do respect a puppy <laughs> you respect that it's small and fragile and just right. super cute and fluffy and has a puppy smell and whatever right like you respect that part which makes it a puppy oh my gosh okay i'm googling words i love listen to what dote means mm. oh be extremely and uncritically fond of oh wow that is so powerful Un extremely and uncritically, uncritically be fond of holy shit do you know how many times that I've felt that way? And do you know how many conversations that we've had with former coaching clients or other just friends and people we've talked to, mm -hmm. husbands of like, like uncritically, maybe uncritically loved, seen, yeah. accepted, respected. I don't even think I've heard the word uncritically. <laughs> uncritically. That's amazing. Read it again. Read it again. To dote means to be extremely and uncritically fond of. Mm. That's so powerful. It's very powerful. And I feel like, so, I mean, I use... What, I, without judgment? Like, mm -hmm. like sorry, sorry to interrupt you, no. but you're saying you, you dote upon a puppy, right? Mm -hmm. You're extremely affectionate mm -hmm. and uncritically affectionate. Even though that little oh, piece of shit tore up my shoes. I know. Oh, you, you, you ate my... I mean... <laughs> So you tore my dog. Our puppy, Martins. who's going to be our friend's puppy, literally steals Amazon packages <laughs> off the front door, takes them to the backyard, and I find them a week later. It's it's really she has cute. done this more than once, <laughs> more than once, and we find shoes. There's a beer bottle in the yard. How the hell did she get a beer bottle? Like uh, they go in the recycle. I don't know, right? She gets stuff and takes it. It's right, really funny. But what do you do? I dote on her. You, uncritically I extremely and uncritically am fond of her I am fond of her even though she does stupid goofy puppy stuff right <laughs> now times when you dote on me mm -hmm. in an uncritical way mm -hmm. and when I can tell that you're like extremely fond mm -hmm. of me how do you think that makes me feel amazing how the hell Jeez. do you think no do you think that I will be willing to really, really pair with you emotionally mm -hmm. and do anything that you want. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I want to. Mm -hmm. It's like that exchange. That's why, I mean, you hit a really good point of like men and women, you know, 
a, a, a wife might be emotionally unfulfilled, a husband like sexually unfulfilled. But really what we're talking about is like deeply and intimately unfulfilled, right? right. The emotional intimacy, the physical intimacy, um, spiritual intimacy. It's like people are just walking around like unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, let's cut right. this shit out and like get to the real stuff, right? But they and don't there has even to be know. Healing. There's like such a lack of awareness. There's people a lack don't of even awareness. Know. Yeah. And of course there was for us too. Right. But we've just yes. read, you know, maybe one more book than you have or something. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, or thought about it or talked about it right. for the 500th time on a, a podcast episode or something like that because it's on it's it's on our mind. We want to um, not only change it for ourselves, but to really impact hundreds of thousands of couples around the world to right. see the same thing. So, um, and it's so nefarious too, because it's like, oh, well, I'm not giving you emotional fulfillment. Well, you're not giving me right. sexual or physical fulfillment, right? And then it's just this cycle. What is that called? That goes There's on. like that, the race to the bottom. Have you heard that when people say that? Yeah. It's, it's like a, a race it's a, to the bottom. You're just like, bottom. it's just like, what crappy, terrible thing can we add on? And yeah. Then we're all just it's like miserable. this in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. When uh, Grima Wormtongue oh. talks about, he sees um, uh, Strider mm-hmm. and he identifies Strider because he has a, the snake ring, mm-hmm. like the snake eating the snake mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it means something different in that. But it's like, okay, like you keep on going. What? It's chaos. Who's going to win? Eating chaos. It's Ouroboros. That's not really what it Ouroboros. is. But I don't know what that means. Ouroboros. Hey, I'll go Ouroboros. there. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go to Borobora. Let's go. Um, Jordan see, Peterson talks about it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is a race to the bottom. It's a futile, futile. Fertile. En- endeavor. No, not fertile. <laughs> anything, futile. But, anything but right. fertile, right? It creates an unfertile ground for emotional, spiritual, um, mental, physical connection. Right. So I think I want to go to this other. So again, I'm really trying to get to the bottom of this because I see, I see the error of my ways, but also it's in. I'm seeing the error of my ways because I'm working with women who are a little bit behind me on the journey and I can see what it looks like with new eyes to be that way and to, and to realize like, wait a second, what does this create in a man and therefore trickle down into a whole generation, children, marriage, business, all of that. Like what does it create to not understand this completely? And so I want to go to the word respect. If you Google the definition of respect, it's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. That's one. The second one says, do regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Admire deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, and achievements. So why I think respect, what, what I think men are longing for when they say they want to be respected is that they want to be, what's the word? There's a word and I can't think of it. Um, affirmed. I see that you've worked hard, but that's not the same thing as respect. It's not like I respect you. You've worked hard. Well, there's an uh, uh, affirmation, appreciation, appreciation, mm-hmm. and acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Is there another word for that that would be better? Appreciation. And folks, if you're listening, send us the words that come to your mind. I mm-hmm. meant to say that in the beginning, like literally, I'm trying to create it. Okay, so this is talking about sex, right? And this is a circular conversation. Talk about everything, not just sex. Yeah. Well, how, how does it? Uh, what are the implications? I guess in a in with sex. Um. Let. Oh, you gonna answer it? Well, sort of, but go ahead. So, I, I mean, the reason I'm bringing this whole thing up is that I think that there's this, there's like a whole we're missing 
almost like a, oh, it's a good analogy. Women are taught all of these complexities of relating with people. We're taught it from the day we're born. So we have this, oh, I know. This is the analogy I was using the other day, or in my mind. I was using it for myself in my head. Mm -hmm. I was imagining, which I want to make like a TikTok of this. I think it'd be really funny. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like women's emotional toolkit. And they, you know, I would pop my pink toolbox because I have a pink toolbox and my tool belt Mm -hmm. and I would have everything and they're all pink because I like pink things and I like women's stuff so I would have my pink screwdriver and my pliers and my needle nose pliers and Mm -hmm. my you know my hammer and my measuring tape all of it is pink and I have all my stuff and a pink bottle of wine and my pink bottle of wine and all my like stuff my emotional relational toolkit and then it would be your turn Mm. and you would have a hammer a chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) yeah like literally a hammer right And so really women are not understanding at all. We have hundreds of more tools than men have as it pertains to creating and relating emotionally and relationally with other people. Where this becomes a problem is because men typically don't, they aren't taught how to articulate these things. They're not taught how to identify them. Mm -hmm. They're not taught how to communicate them, how to think about them or anything it falls under this blanket term of respect, which doesn't mean the same thing as dote. It doesn't mean the same thing as affirm or acknowledge. And so men are sharing a word unintentionally, and so are women. They're sharing a word that misses the mark completely and creates dissonance down the line that almost always ends up in less or no sex because there's been such a big miscommunication Mm -hmm. and somehow women think that, well, he just wants sex, which isn't true. It isn't true. And the word that we're missing, I think, is the thing between everyday communication, the word we're missing, and then Mm. sex. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Maybe it's not, oh, he just wants sex. But for those of you who have had sex before, uh, number one, it can be pretty awesome. And uh, if it's not, you got some work to do. Uh, Like you say, you don't have bad sex, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just not the act of like sticking it in, (laughs) right? Stick it in. Stick it in. Margaret Cho. Um Think think of it. I might have your undivided attention mm-hmm. at the time. You're holding me. We're touching. Mm-hmm. We're kissing. We're smelling. Like a bunch of stuff is going on, right? Mm-hmm. And is it about just like, oh, stick it in, stick it in, great orgasm. <laughs> is that what it's about? No. No. It's like, oh, hopefully <laughs> she is enjoying this too. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Hopefully. We don't say hopefully. That sets a that's that's well, under the assumption that women shouldn't or don't no, enjoy I'm not sex. Assuming, I, I'm not assuming that uh, everybody wants to be there. Right. I'm not assuming Let's that. Let's start there though. That's huh? why I said hopefully. Yeah. Right? Um it's a it's such a pair bonding thing and oxytocin and dopamine and all this stuff, right? But it's not just about the sex, the act of or you know, whatever and orgasm. Maybe it's about, oh, 
I have you. I feel connected to you mm-hmm. emotionally for sure, physically, obviously, and spiritually for some people. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that is like me getting to use all the tools to release all the emotional shit that I carry around. Right. And it's like in your, <laughs> oh my gosh, right. I'm getting vulgar here. In your tool belt, guess what you got? What? You got that ass. Okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't have that. I don't, I have an ass. I don't want that. I don't want my own ass. I want yours, right? So it's like you have the screwdrivers, you have all these other tools, right? And your ass. (laughs) And I just have a hammer, right? right? And when I get to use your tool belt, Mm -hmm. literally, it's like I get to, I get to use all these tools. Wow, this is such a release. It's like it's like drugs. Oh, it's you like just vacation. gave me the weirdest insight ever. I know you're use you're you're borrowing my toolbox. I am borrowing your man, like emotional, like a relational. It's a toolbox. That, that's why it's so fucking important to guys. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you. I'm mm-hmm. just like emphasis on fucking <laughs> literally <laughs> it's not important it's a f- f- right <laughs> it's it's like and so i'm not this isn't this isn't a blanket statement and it's not coming from like some weird like stupid church vibe or something like that it's like oh yeah w- wives you got to sleep with your husbands because we can't do anything we're just you know babies no i'm not saying that i'm right. saying guys that most of us who grown up in western culture it was like, okay, yeah, carry around a hammer instead of talk about your feelings, instead of like mm. get help. And this comes from like the mental health world and everything. You know who dies by suicide the most? Mm, yeah. Men. Mm-hmm. You know who does not receive mental health services when they are needed the most? Men. Men. You know who doesn't talk about shit and white knuckles their lives? Men. Right. Understand what I'm saying? So I'm not saying just like, oh, yeah, you know, husbands sleep with your wives. I mean, uh, why sleep with your right. husbands and make everything better? I'm not saying that, right? I'm not way stronger than that right right but i'm saying sometimes in this world and for guys who haven't done the work and is still on this journey of doing work it can be very difficult right Right. but like when you when we when i get to use your tools that sounds weird but Mm -hmm. um follow the analogy Mm -hmm. it goes all right i'm on drugs i'm sleeping i'm on vacation i have no worries all anxieties are gone this is awesome thank Mm -hmm. you god for this Mm -hmm. thank you melody or wife for this, mm-hmm. this is great, right? right? And if women can see it like that and not just like, oh, he just wants to, you know, do what he saw in porn because that was gross and you saw it when he was 16 right. or something like that. Right. So like, oh, this is gross and all this stuff. It's like, it's not that. And it's like so much more of, I mean, good God. It, it's like, again, I'm going to look to animals again, right? And okay, do you see... The rabbits outside, you know, you said you saw one of the rabbits like having sex. It takes two seconds. You're like, holy cow, (laughs) right? That's fast. Or like the behavior of elk that we see all the time or dogs or all this stuff. Sex, procreation, intercourse is as natural as going and drinking water out of a creek. Right. If you're a dog. Right. Or a horse or a coyote. Understand what I'm saying? So why do we bastardize it and just turn it into such a shit show of like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. My husband wants sex or, or like, or my wife wants sex. Oh, okay. And this is, this is something. Um, and I felt a new kind of freeness that honestly, I haven't felt in a long time because mm-hmm. I think we had a lot of sex baggage with you and I, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just from like, 
either previous relationships or acculturation or different traumas or whatnot, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You got to heal that stuff. You can't carry around that in your backpack forever and then expect to have like a satisfying, you know, connecting and pleasuring sexual relationship. When we were in Florida, right, basically every woman was in a bikini and every dude was just wearing shorts. And I loved it. Was it like oogling over like, oh, yo, yo look at her. Oh, look at that ass. Or look, look at that. No, it wasn't that. It was a, it was, and we talked about this a little bit. I love that feeling of freedom mm -hmm. because to me, number one, like I grew up in a hot climate anyway. Right. And it's like, oh, it just feels more natural. Right. Again, like an animal. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can bend my knees, you know, without wearing tight jeans or like, oh, this shirt feels weird. Right. This what? It's like, oh, yeah, full range of motion. <laughs> I know that looked crazy. Full range of motion. Yeah. Just shorts. It's awesome. Right. right. And then like I even told you, I was like, hey, I just want to be naked more mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. You know, does that mean like, oh, have sex every day and like, you know, five times, whatever. Oh, you know, filling you up or something. No. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm just walking in the shower. Right. See you later. Right. And that is a, I don't know where I'm going with that, but what am I, what am I saying? It doesn't Help matter. me bring it it's back good. in. No, I will bring it back in. Okay. I think that that was all really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, so I think some of the things that I wrote down as you were talking, there are points I wanted to like circle back to. And I do want to talk about the, um, like the Florida thing. I real I had huge awareness and realization when we were in Florida this time, because um, I going to South Carolina has always been different. Going to Florida is like, you're in like, you're just parties and pools. Like it's, it's Cuban music. It's the best freaking music ever. It's the best food. It's, it's like, now I know why they make martini glasses that are insulated. Never understood that before. It's like, yeah. why the hell does this exist? And they're like, Oh, cause hot places, you can't drink a martini. It'll get hot. And oh, so you yeah. have like a insulated wine glass. I never understood it till literally I'm 38 years old and I was in <laughs> Florida going, Oh, what those are for the realizations uh, but i realize it's a lot of that is just cultural living in a cold climate you don't see that stuff mm -hmm. and so it's different equals scary you just go oh, that no bad oh, oh, oh. <laughs> look at that thought. Oh. <laughs> and so uh it it was interesting and i have lots of insights about that but mm -hmm. you mentioned okay i'm going to go back to the toolbox analogy because i love to build things and when we got married you I got a husband that came with like a tool set. Like I got drills oh, yeah. and I got, you saws. know, saws. I got all the like planers and you used to make furniture. And I was just enamored with that. I just like one, you could not have been sexier, like good gracious. So I immediately mm -hmm. was like, this is the best. He has these tools, but then I wanted to learn how to use them, right. but I didn't have my own. Mm -hmm. I wasn't given tools from my parents. I didn't, come into our marriage with tools. So literally over the course of years, you taught me how to use everything. So you taught me the difference between this, the tension settings on a drill and the types of bits and the types mm -hmm. of screws that you can buy. And the, even the, you know, this screw is for drywall, this screw is for wood. There's plugs. If you go to, you know, you can like put putty in it. Mm -hmm. You taught me everything about building and tools, like literal tools. What? Nice. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something funny. Um, but now, note, I used your tools mm. until I was confident enough to purchase my own. Aha. Uh -huh. I eventually went out and said, you know, Seth's tools are good, but I want a slightly better version, or I want my version, or I like, I like, um, 
Pink Tools. I like Pink Tools, but you like DeWalt, and I actually really like Ryobi. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted some Ryobi Isn't things. That funny? I know. It's, I love tools. Uh, um, also, I like Black and Decker. You don't like Black and Decker. Nope. I think I like American things, and you like Asian things. Is Just that right? Not American things. I like American tools on cars. Jeep's American, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like and Chevrolet. I really like at Ford. I don't feel good. Feel kind of sick. Um, I hope you're watching this on YouTube. We've oh gross. <laughs> For one, we forgot to mention at the top of this episode, we literally have hundreds of dollars on our desk and like no, tucked thousands. into our, thousands, tucked into our migrant. You'll have to listen to the uh, Anatomy of Us episode to understand the concept of that. But if you mm. don't watch this on YouTube, you should because Seth just did a really funny thing. But mm. anyway, the reason that I'm talking about the toolbox is because I want to empower women if they are in a relationship. Not every not every man has is lacking in his social, emotional, relational toolkit. But some of them are, many of them are. If you are in a relationship and you as a woman have like, you know, the full, like you went on Christmas Eve and bought the like huge, uh, what is the brand of the, uh, like the things you store your tools in? What's the brand? Rubbermaid. Yeah. Oh, Craftsman. Craftsman. Like, like you yeah. went into, on Christmas Eve and you got decked out a whole Craftsman like, toolkit you have every Mm -hmm. every single thing if that's the type of woman that you are and you're married to a man who literally has like a 40 year old hammer man you are in an awesome spot to help him learn how to use all the tools that you have you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to share yours though for a while did i say that right you're gonna have to share your tools for a while Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to share your tool of building empathy building understanding better communication you're gonna have to guide and share and show lovingly now if i had wanted to learn how to build a table and seth had a toolbox and he said just figure it out idiot god the drill's in there bitch (laughs) or if i would have shamed you right for wanting oh you don't know how to you don't know how to use a drill (laughs) no 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 no. you you want to build stuff Mm. that's gross perv um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's really... How would that make you feel? Like, oh, well... I wouldn't want to build anything ever again. Not with you anyway. Right. I might find someone that would want to build something with me and mm-hmm. teach me, right? And so I really want to empower you women. Typically speaking, you do have more tools in your toolkit than your spouse does when it comes to relationships and emotion and all of those things. And I want you to feel empowered to offer and borrow and say, hey, we can do this together. I'll show you versus belittling, making him feel like shit, Mm -hmm. making him feel stupid and making him feel wrong. And on the sort of on the tail end of that, the piece de resistance or whatever, the thing Mm -hmm. that makes men feel so, so deeply connected is sex. It's like the culminating beautiful element of the full relationship experience for men. Women don't diminish that. Don't shame that. It's like the the end result, a piece of furniture that you build with all mm. the tools that you have. It's an, it's an art piece. It's the Monet. It's the, you know what I mean? Think about like the motherly instincts. I meant Mo- Mona Lisa, not the Monet. It's Mona Lisa. Well, it's, Monet can make some great stuff. <laughs> I meant to say a piece of art. Right. But think about the motherly instinct that you have mm-hmm. and you have had and lived out several times, obviously, and nesting and all this stuff, right? It's an instinctual thing that you're like, this is something that I cannot stop. Hold on. This Can I please say so something deep. about that? Yeah. So listen, just as I, 
I hear women talk about this all the time. I used to say this all the time. I'm not his mom. I'm not going to dote on him like he's my son. I'm not going to pat him on the back because he, you know, got a paycheck. Big deal. Look what I do all day. Mm -hmm. This very morning, I was waking up my 13-year-old son. Tough. He was sleeping. So cute. He's adorable. He sleeps in his clothes. I don't know why. But he's sleeping. Saves time in the he's, morning. He's, he skateboarded all day yesterday. Then he went to Taekwondo. He's worn out and he's really sore. He's sunburned and sore and tired. So he was kind of in a bad mood. Trying to wake him up for school at 6.45 in the morning. And I was rub I was literally like, hey, buddy. And then I sang the good morning song. Good morning, Tuffy. Good morning, <laughs> Tuffy. The sun is in the sky. Yeah. Right? Like I'm just being mm -hmm. super cute with him. And I flashed forward to my female clients who go, I'm not his mother. What's he want me to dote on him like that? What's he want to blah, blah, blah. And I literally just imagined my son being married to someone who thinks treating him as lovingly as I'm treating him in this very moment is disgusting, ah. demeaning. It's stupid. I'm not going to do it. That's powerful. And I was like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Why do we teach that? Why mm -hmm. do we feel that way as women? Mm -hmm. What is missing? And I think a lot of it is just language. We're missing a word. We're missing a concept. Mm -hmm. um, something is missing because I absolutely want Tough to find someone to marry that treats him like that. Exactly. And then he treats her like that. Right. So there are conversations going on in Badass Husband Mastermind. Hey, you. Badasshusband.com. Go there if you want to level up, literally. If you want more from your life, go there. Hang out with other dudes who are kicking ass. And uh, a lot of conversations and a lot of stuff that I'm just seeing like online, of, of course, books and uh, reading and stuff like that, about the masculine and feminine, mm -hmm. right? And it is such a yin-yang kind of thing. Like when a man is truly in his masculine, guess what it does to the woman? It is inviting. It is trusting it is kind, it is surrendering, it is all this stuff, right? And women probably say things like you used to say and like some of your, mm -hmm. uh, some people you know say mm -hmm. because there is a, there, you're they're too much in, you are too much in the masculine, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, and for good reason, right? If you're, you know, dating a dude that wears sweatpants at 2 p.m. to Walmart or Fred Meyer grocery store, then you're like, I can't trust this dude. He can't even put fucking pants on. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So no wonder, right? So there are reasons for this. Mm -hmm. We're just not like bashing, you know, whoever. Um, it's, it's almost a call to action for dudes. I'm like, are you a douchebag masculine or are you a real masculine mm -hmm. of like you're protecting, you know, you're doing things that uh, uh, provide safety, consistency, honor, truth, love to her. Because if you're not... You're not going to get what you want, right? So it's this, it is such an exchange and it's such a balance. And I mm -hmm. find the times when I am intentional, when I'm on my game in the masculine, what what does that do to you? How about this? I'll answer it for... Get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. A bucket and a mop. Hey, I love Put some pores in this house. <laughs> so when you are in your feminine, mm -hmm. what do you think it does to me? I'm like, okay. Swing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I trust that. I want to be with that. But I want to like do things for you. But it's like a, 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 what is it? Universal galaxy. What do we say? Universe juice. It's universe like a juice. universe boner. It's much more than just like... Uh, Organs, it's much more organs than like, touching organs. She looked fine. Right. It's like, wow, she looks fine. 
biopsychosocial spiritually. Right. And it's like a level of transcendence. It really truly is. And I think, mm. I don't know. I, I'm just so glad that we had this conversation and that like we are sort of uncovering and sussing out the words and the language and the meaning here, because I think it's, again, it's almost like demonic, <laughs> like it's Satan at his finest trying to be like, I'm going to fuck shit up and I'm going to make them say the wrong words, idiots. And then they will never mm -hmm. fulfill each other. Right. Idiots. Like I'm trying to, I don't know. I just think this is really good. And one, Oh, can I say something? Or yeah. One of the things I want to say before we wrap this up, and this goes back to sort of the beginning where we talked about, um, what men want and all, how kind of how it all started. And you mentioned feeling seen. The, didn't you say that earlier? Like feeling like seen, acknowledged. Yeah. Acknowledged, feeling seen and affirmed and whatever. And I'm going to go to, this is going to feel like might be slightly off topic, but it's something I've been really trying to pay attention to lately. So on the flight home from Orlando, I watched the lost city of D again. I know. Cause it's my favorite movie ever. Um, ever. Maybe can't be better than Indiana Jones. It's next or level. Or POTC. But um, so I, I watched The Lost City. And if you haven't watched that, you should. I also watched The Proposal. Right. Very funny. Sandra Bullock's in that as well. But in The Lost City, there is a scene. And um, this is also an answer to a question that somebody sent in because I mentioned watching The Lost City to understand foreplay. Mm. But the reason, so I wanted to watch it again because I'm like, did I get it wrong? Did I misunderstand something? Like I want to watch the scene that I'm thinking of because maybe I'm just, did I over, fan, over like, did I make it bigger than it was? Right, right. So it's the scene when they're in the city after they've done all these crazy things and he dances with the old lady mm -hmm. and then the lady says, go dance with your husband and they're not married, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, you don't have to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And they start dancing. Now, I think Channing Tatum is a dancer. Like he danced in Magic Mike or something. So right. it's like he can dance, right? And clearly the scene is choreographed. Like it's a choreographed dance. But the way that he looks at her mm. is like no one else is there. Mm. And they're just dancing. It's, mm -hmm. There's no sex. There's no, I, they don't even kiss in that scene. There's nothing about sex. It's all about the full energy of I see you. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. All I want is to be with you and to see you smile and laugh and talk to me and share your dreams or share a funny story or whatever. And it's like he does this move. I don't know what it is. He like pulls his arm so that her arm goes around his neck. Mm -hmm. And it's like the one, first of all, it makes me go, I am signing us up for dance classes. Okay. Even though you should have done it because you, if you loved me, you would have known. <laughs> but. Mm -hmm. In that moment, it's like the sweetest, most beautiful thing. I, I, I swear, I almost cry when I watch it. It's mm. so perfect. It's so perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm again, I'm bringing it up because in that movie for me, Channing Tatum represents a little bit closer to this, like having more tool and more tools in the toolkit than most men have. Most men have. Who's that guy? The 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 guy who's the voice of Mater, um, that comedian. Get her done. Yeah. What's, What's his name? I don't know. It feels like most men are like that. Uh -huh. Like emotionally, that's about as far as they go. Get her done. Right. And Channing Tatum is like a few clicks toward social, emotional, relational stuff with her mm -hmm. in a way that is, is like palpable for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I, I guess I wanted to share it because I feel like it all ties into this sort of bigger picture of like, 
he actually will say that things hurt his feelings. He says it to her. Uh-huh. Like, you don't really even know me. You don't know where I'm from. You don't know how I got here. It's such a touching scene. Um, but you don't see that in movies. You don't see men do that in movies. Right. You know? But again, all that to say that it ties back into this idea of like, he wants to be seen. She's the one who's like the famous one. And he just wants to be seen and acknowledged for what he can do. The whole movie, he's trying to show her that he can rescue her mm-hmm. the whole time. It's just like I mentioned the other day, all of the boys with Master Nini in Taekwondo. Right. All of those little boys, and some of them are men, mm-hmm. are just trying to make Master Nini like see, are you proud of me? Right. Did you see what I did? So that is not in a baby, no. wounded kind of way. Right. It's and I used to think that. Right. It's something like innate. I, rem- I remember this. So this is hilarious. Uh, and I would see it all the time. I promise you so. In college, in undergrad, I used to go up to uh, my other friend's college um, near Charlotte, and we would all skateboard, right? It was me, Toby, Matt, Devin. Toby skateboards? Terribly. But anyway, (laughs) um, and we had girlfriends at the time. Sometimes mine would come up, but theirs were always around, right? And I promise you, we would go skate, and the girls would watch us and stuff, and every single time, Matt would do a trick. Um. And what exactly what he'd do look immediately if he did, or like if he did the trick or fell like lightning speed oh yeah oh, that's straight at so his girlfriend funny. only wanted acknowledgement from her only desired that like hey good job matt or like oh yeah cool right so i don't that know why that funny. equates to like oh this is some kind of baby thing i think it's um the feeling that a man can get when his woman trusts him puts her confidence in him and allows him to lead is like, it's probably better than sex. Right. You know what I'm saying? Extremely and uncritically fond of. Exactly. Like even if you crashed and even if Matt skateboarded and ate it and skinned his elbow. Yeah. It's like, oh, you tried. You're not a pussy that's like not, you know, just like it's hard to get, I don't know, scared to get mud on his knees or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like the trust that you put in me to like, book every flight we've mm-hmm. ever had, mm-hmm. rent every car, drive every mm-hmm. car we've ever rented on vacation, mm-hmm. book the hotels, do the directions, all this stuff, right? It's like, oh, you trust me to do that. Right. That feels good, mm-hmm. right? And I know that women want their men to trust in them that way. Like, I, it's, does it feel good to you that I trust you, that you're going to be an awesome mother, that we do like your, your innately, like just biologically motherly nesting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, you're, you're a good mom, mm-hmm. right? Awesome. I trust that. Mm-hmm. It, it it feels good, right? So it's like you're in your feminine, I'm in my masculine. Right. And it's Even just though, like these yeah. core longings that we have mm-hmm. just as freaking people, not anything weird, yeah, uh, not anything yeah. messed up because of this or that. It's like, oh. It's hmm. a longing of humanity. Every person has these right. longings. If the people who think they don't are the people who've been so s- deprived of them. That and they're just like dying. Some people for turn them. it off. They're like, "Well, oh yeah, they just shut it for off." Twenty years, I haven't gotten it. I can, right, I can do without. Right? right, and then they go find something else to do, or mm-hmm. like cheat, or build houses, or build companies, or right. gossip, or do nothing, right. or watch there, Real Housewives. Yeah, or something like there that. is a feeling that, and I would like to hear your opinion on this. I, I, I'd be curious to know if it's different. You and it can be different. That's fine, but especially like this Orlando trip. This is the first time I've ever truly relaxed anywhere. One, because I've never gone on a vacation like that. Like literally, it's the first vacation where we're like, yeah, we're doing nothing. We're going to sit there. Bahamas, we did nothing at times. uh, But it wasn't the same energy. It didn't have the same vibe. So Mm -hmm. 
Florida, this was the first time we ever like, yep, sitting at the pool, going in the lazy river as many times as you want, drink as many strawberry daiquiris as you want because they're the best thing God invented. And so I was there. We're sitting by the pool. Our best friends are sitting next to us, our daughter and her best friends. We're surrounded by people. Old me would have lost my mind. Old me would have been like, I have to go inside. It's too hot. That mm-hmm. person isn't wearing clothes. This is the worst thing ever. I can't believe you brought me here. I'm, Seth's I hate looking, life. Yeah. Blah, Seth's blah, blah. just looking. All he wants to do is get a big fat boner. Like this is all we're doing here. So all I want to do is get a big fat boner. Yeah. That's like your goal. Oh, you hear that weird squeaking noise. That was really weird. But anyway, um, that's what old me used to think and would have thought, but new me. And this is what I'm getting at is that we have built this. We have worked extremely hard to build a relationship and we're still in the process of it, of building a relationship on mutual respect, love, trust. We dote on each other now, which we never used to do. Mm-hmm. We trust in each other and support each other and like lean into things when they're challenging. So sitting in that, um, sorry, I can't focus if you faff with anything. Sitting in that at the poolside next to you, the amount of like fulfillment mm. that I felt, just like my heart was just full. Really? And it wasn't like... My heart's full because I've had a daiquiri. My, it was like, <laughs> I feel so good. Like, I feel happy. I'm doing the work that I love. We've worked really hard on our marriage. We're impacting relationships. We're here with our friends. We're talking about things that we love. We're having amazing sex. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So tell me your thoughts on that. Were you deeply, deeply fulfilled or not? I was very happy the whole time. Mm-hmm. But like a piece that, and again, I'm saying this as it pertains to working on what men want, working on understanding you as a husband and how that work has translated into our fulfillment and marriage. Do Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Is it worth it for people to do this work? Yes. Why? Because like we talked about in the earlier show, it's like we could leave, we do leave so much on the table. And this makes me think of an Ed Milet quote. I've said it on the thing before, but like his worst fear Mm, is like, Okay, Christian or not, just just go with me. He's like, okay, he dies. He goes to heaven. And God says, man, you literally did everything that I uh, had for you. You know what? Like, you... Wait, you, I think you're mixed, saying it wrong. No, um, uh, you, you, you did it. Like, man, you became everything. You, you left nothing on the table. You are fully 100%, right? His worst fear is dying, going to heaven and being introduced to the man that he could have been, mm-hmm. right? Like right. he could have created this and this and this and touched bazillions of lives and changed so many things for so many people. But he didn't do it on earth because he was scared because mm-hmm. he wasn't uh, willing to uh, face upper limit problems mm-hmm. or do the work or do read one more book, right. listen to one more podcast. Upset w- the status quo. Right. Walk one more mile. Mm. whatnot, have a hard conversation with a friend, have a hard conversation with himself, go to therapy, get coaching, join masterminds. You could have been this dude. You could have, I mean, now you're in heaven, but man, you, you could have done that, mm-hmm. right? So it's leaving everything on the table. And are we willing to do that? Sadly, some people are. Most people are. Right? But if you're not, do what you got to do mm-hmm. uh, to have better sex, to have so in my affirmation thing that I created, the very first thing is, wh- one of the very first things that I say is, I deeply and longingly want and desire a relationship with God and myself. I may even say myself first. I don't know. 
But it all starts on the individual level. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't give you what I don't have. You mm-hmm. can't give me what, I, what you don't have. Mm-hmm. You can't give me an awesome sex life mm-hmm. if you think everything is pervy and you right. think your, your body is weird. Well, if you gosh. touch yourself, you're going to hell or doing whatever. Right. You can't do that. And I just think like the energy that I want to bring to you in marriage and in our relationship and in our sex life and in all of it, I want to be this like really life-giving energy to you. That's a choice I made. It's not something I naturally like walk around going, I'm going to give life energy to Seth. I made a choice to do that, mm-hmm. but there's no way in hell. And I'm thinking of a client, a very particular client right now. If I didn't have that for myself, I could never give it to you. If right. I didn't have inner peace, there's no way I could give it to you. That's why so many people, so many, I'm just going to use women and moms because and men do this too, but I think it's kind of seems more apparent in like bitchy moms that just yell at their kids all the time. Or mm-hmm. I guess dads. I mean, we see it all the time. Um, you can't give your kid calm if you don't have it. You can't give your kid like respect and trust if you don't respect and trust yourself. And I think that there's so much to be said for that because I think so many people are trying to just like, they think that sex is something that it actually isn't. They think that it's Hmm. not connected to everything. It's part of the biopsychosocial spiritual sphere. Even, uh, I almost said Pamela. Tina says biopsychosocial spiritual sexual. She adds that fifth one on there Mm -hmm. um, as like a part of it. And it's, I don't know, there's just so many things that go into this conversation and I still don't think we found the word. So maybe that'll be our next episode, but I love the progress that we've made because I think that, again, back to the very beginning, the dote means to be extremely and uncritically fond of somebody Mm. or fond of something, right? So it's a dote, extremely and uncritically fond of. And um, I really think it's my mission. Like, I don't know, I've had this serious awakening of awareness um, working with so many wives in the women's group coaching and in our own uh, coaching practice that I realize if I can't understand this and communicate it, I'm failing my clients because if they, if I can't mm-hmm. help them have the key to unlock the like richness of marriage that we've unlocked for one another, mm-hmm. then I'm failing them. And so I, I really am seeking out finding what that word is because I, I truly think it's going to be controversial here, but women and it, it reminds me of Ricky Gervais like his comedy and like how he talks about that I think he's freaking hilarious but um it's this idea that and, and a little bit of Jordan Peterson vibes thrown in there too women have been shit on historically all the things so have men we're we're playing like this stupid game of well I have it harder you don't know what it's like mm-hmm. you don't know how hard my life is you again it's the race to the bottom we mm-hmm. keep doing this And for some reason, we think that sex is a reward for men, not a right for their like humanity. I know that sounds mean and I don't mean rape people. So if anyone says I'm saying that, (laughs) you can go F yourself. But um, Eat a bag of D's. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it is a part of your humanity. Again, you said it's no different than drinking out of a river than, uh, you know, like an elk eating grass in a field. It Mm -hmm. is literally a... part of all of how we're built and someone was saying at the actually at Podfest, someone was talking about we were talking about pregnancy and having kids and stuff so there's a lot of moms there and we were talking about i said yeah like i my body is great at being pregnant like it's just good at it and uh a lady was like that's what we're made for it's like the only thing we're made for <laughs> is to make more of ourselves and so it's like we're denying because we've we've labeled intimacy sexuality sex all of that as pervy be like saying drinking out of that stream, gross. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, you perv mm-hmm. of a reindeer. Don't drink out of that stream. 
a reindeer now? All deers. <laughs> All, All deers. deers. Okay. Black tail, white tail. Muleys. Muleys. Reindeer. Antelopes. Yes. It would be the same as saying that uh, guys sometimes, guys who don't understand women is like, oh my gosh, all she wants to do is talk and just process. She's a word slut. Blah, blah, blah. What a perv. What a word perv. All she wants to do is connect emotionally. It's disgusting. You should hide that connecting emotionally. How does that feel? Like a witch being burnt for knowing medicines. (laughs) It does feel like that. Uh, Okay. Like and comment and share if you believe this. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we got to wrap this up. It's been a long one and a good one. It's so good though. Gosh. It is so good. Uh, Great topic. Thank you for bringing that up. If you want more conversations like this, I think this is really focused on the the emotionality and the uh, probably even spirituality part of sex and what it means to guys. So uh, thank you again for bringing that up. If you want more conversations like this, go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us. You get a episode Similar to this, actually not so similar because they're kind of more juicy where we answer listener questions, get into the real nitty-gritty of stuff. <laughs> so go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us. Thank you so much, current Patreons, for supporting the show. You're supporting uh, what you like, and it's less than a cup of coffee in some places, That's at least in Seattle. Straight. So patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us. Go there to get more shows. Send in any question you got at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and we will answer it on the show and I promise you I will reply back. So We love you. Thanks, Mel. Good job. All right, yes, you too. All right, later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. (laughs) 